I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found check battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today is our Veterans Day episode, and we are extremely proud to have you two gentlemen with us here on Connected by Water. I want to give you a, I don't know if that's called a round of applause or just an applause, <laughs> I'm not sure of it, but I want to thank you both for your service to our great country, to our great nation. I want thank to thank you. you guys for everything that you do for FFO and the veterans. Um, we are extremely honored to have you guys on today. Um, I can't say that enough. Uh, we're here with Tony Peralta, and uh, Ed Bullmeister, and um, you guys both served in the Army. Burgermeister. Burgermeister. I knew I was going to get that wrong. Yeah, everybody <laughs> always does. Burgermeister, Meister, Burger. I, I won't say that anymore. It's okay. Burgermeister. Um, you gentlemen both served in the Army. Yes. Um, you gentlemen both um, do work with the FFO and the veterans now. Correct. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about your involvement um, with the FFO, how that kind of all got started, um, and what that means to you. We just had a conversation offline about the passion that you have talking sure. to new veterans that come into the organization and how sometimes that can get pretty emotional. Yes. I want to kind of strike at the core of that today because I really do believe in this organization. I believe in Sarah and Vinny and everything that they do, um, for the guys and the girls and, um, I really want to kind of strike at the core of you guys are pretty crucial um, in this whole operation. Um, so take me to how you guys first kind of got started with this. Okay. Ed, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I was on another fishing trip, another event, um, and then two uh, outreach officers were there. They told me about FFO, and I was really interested. I wrote Sarah, and the thing, like, next thing I knew, I was on a trip. Mm -hmm. And it really was like medicine. It gets us out of our comfort zone of being in a house and cooked up because really for me speaking, I get into depression. I don't want to leave the house. And just the organization has really pulled me out of that and just got me in the outdoors with the fresh air and fishing and the camaraderie with other vets. It's been mm -hmm. it's been like medicine. That's the best way I can explain it. Like medicine. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's and, great. and Vinny and uh, Sarah have been most wonderful people. All everybody's been the most mm -hmm. wonderful people. 
So, uh, you know, after that event, I started seeing whatever I could help with because also helping really gives me purpose in life and doesn't make me feel useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been the guy that I always do things on myself. I've been a hands on guy. I can't do that stuff anymore because of my disabilities. And really, this, this is great to help out. And That's a good outlet out for you now. Yes, yeah. yes, That's absolutely. outstanding. You know, we talk about that on the show a lot. Um, <clears throat> from time to time, we'll bring on organizations. You know, this is very much a community involvement show. Um, and I was having a conversation with um, the Paul Roberts Robertson from uh, the FFMD, the free the fishing for muscular dystrophy. And we were discussing the value, the intrinsic value of giving versus receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my argument, not really an argument, but my stance on it is you, people don't understand that when you give that there's more of a, a reward, like emotionally than exactly. when you receive. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you won the lottery, you won a million dollars. It's kind of fleeting. But when you give and you really truly help somebody, that's kind of forever. That, yes, that doesn't it's a great go away. Feeling, yes. Yeah, and and I don't think enough people really have that perspective. So you know, this is truly an organization that gives. hundred um, oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, and you guys are truly people that do give. So um, how did you first get involved? Uh, gentleman, another veteran invited me. His name was Henry Brown. Mm-hmm. I say was because he passed away um, about two years ago. Uh, I. I was in the same boat. I was home, depressed in the garage, you know, mm-hmm. thinking that life sucked. And yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I I came out to this organization. At first, I was very timid, very uh, I had I used a camera to hide behind everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd just be in the background taking pictures. I asked everybody if they were comfortable with me taking pictures, and uh, and they let me. Yeah. And uh, Sarah and Vinny were amazing because they left me alone. You know, they just. I'm the weird guy in the corner over there that doesn't want to talk to anybody. You know? It's like John. John's the same way. Then we call him John John in the corner. Yeah. Right? So I'm hiding away from the cameras right now. Exactly. You know? So um, they, they just let me come out of my shell. And when I was ready, you know, they said, yeah. hey, we're here for you. And, uh, and they asked me to be an outreach officer, and I, I've been paying it forward ever since. Um, we were talking about water, connected by water earlier. Mm-hmm. I really believe that the water has healing properties. Thousand you know, percent. You go out oh, there absolutely. and you just you, all your worries go away, all your problems go away, and and you just see the smile. You'll see it in the veterans as well. You'll see them at you know they'll have those eyes and those apprehensive like, hey, I don't know these people. I don't like anybody here. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to be here. And after our first night, our first event, they're like, wow, they got a little bit more smiles. And they go out fishing, and we you know come back, and you see them on the dock. They're just smiling, and mm-hmm. it's, it, that's the reward right there. That's awesome. um, That really is the reward, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because it's all about the moment. Yeah. You know, and and, um, I don't think people do that enough either, where you stop life for a second. Like, there's no planning here. Let's let's, let's revel in this moment right here. Exactly. Let's let's enjoy this moment right here, because this is life, right? Not what's going to happen in a year, because people always have a tendency to look forward and not live in the present enough. Right. And I think there's a lot of value to that. Um, People need to understand tomorrow's the future. Yeah. It's today that you have to live in. You know, you can't live in the past. That's something that a lot of veterans like us do, that we just kind of live in the past. You know, that I wish I could have turned left instead of right. You mm-hmm. know, that mentality. Exactly. I, you know, yeah. I wish I could have done yeah. this. I wish I could have done that. You know, those things really, it'll for us, yeah, it'll eat you up. And if you let it, it'll, it'll destroy you, you mm-hmm. know. And events like these are the ones that take us away from it. Yeah. Know? And it's, it's just beautiful. And I, I just want to help Vinny and Sarah just give back. I mean, they give so much. Mm-hmm. They really do. Oh my, I mean, oh my you know, God. people say that about it, but they they really do. And they need yeah. so much help. 
Yeah. You know, so that's that's what we're here for. That's why I signed up. So I think it's going to be really cool. Um, you know, here we are. We, we're recording this on a Tuesday. We have our events this week. Uh, we have the dinner tonight. Uh, we have the, the fishing um, event tomorrow. Um, but this isn't going to really air. We're, we're everyone seeing this right now on Veterans Day. Um, this conversation happened last week. So I'm just going to yeah. put it to people like that. And we're doing that by design because we want to let this go on Veterans Day. So we are going to show a bunch of the photos and stuff that you're taking um, mm -hmm. during the course of the week. Um, so we do look episode. at the future, Dan. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> um, but... You know, I just want, you know, as we talk through this, you know, we're going to be talking about some of the events this week that may have already happened on the show. So I just wanted to make that clear to everybody. Um, but speaking about the events, um, you know, how did you guys, you know, first become these outreach? What does an outreach officer do? I, I want to really kind of understand the structure and let people understand the structure of this organization and what mm -hmm. makes it unique. So... You know, there's no no template. Like you said, you're just going to kind of ad lib and, mm -hmm. and do your show. That's that's how an outreach officer is. It's what what do you bring to the table? You know, what can you do? And do it. You know, it's up to you. Uh, nobody's pressured. Nobody's told what to do or how to do it. Just mm -hmm. what can you bring to the table? Bring it to the table. Obviously, if we picked you as an outreach officer, because we saw something in you. And, you know, and that's what I do. Like me, I do everything. I, I mm -hmm. Whatever I can. Okay. You know, I'll fundraise. I do a lot of fundraising in the background, uh, the photography, the photo editing. I, I spend hours with a lot of pictures. I'll take four or 500 pictures at each event. Mm -hmm. And out of those four or 500, I'll use 100, 200 maybe, you know. So that that keeps me occupied. It keeps me busy. It gives me purpose, mm -hmm. you know, and it makes me very happy, you know. So that that's that's what an outreach officer should be doing, just putting out the word. getting just Whatever veterans. they can. Yes. Pretty, yeah. I have networks, you know, I have networks in the Tampa VA. I have networks in, um, in internet, um, websites mm -hmm. on Facebook. And I just put the word out. I'll put flyers out. I'll, I, I got this motto and, and Sarah could tell you that I, I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Yeah. And yeah, I say that in my marriage a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I just go and do it, you know, and then once it's done and it's fulfilled and, and I think it's ready for Sarah to see it, I'll be like, Hey, look what I brought you. And she'll either say yes or no, you know, right. it's not going to hurt my feelings. I could care. You know, I'm just doing all the work. And if it's, if it's something that they want to do and it's good for the organization good for veterans, then, then they do it, which they do all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool. It's really cool. And they take me as the type of life. I mean, I know them, but I could probably, speak certainly about this. They take me as the type of people that they're going to understand that your guys' hearts are in the right place and right. their perspective is the right place. So I don't think she's ever going to, there's not much um, forgiveness probably to be had. I'm sure. And I'm oh, sure yeah. every, everything you guys present to me and bring to the table is, is very appreciated, right. you know, um, on any level. Um, so an outreach officer, your task sometimes can be difficult um, I believe, um, and this is just in my previous conversations with Sarah and Vinny, um, with trying to help these guys um, come to an event sometimes. That's um, very difficult. Yeah. Um, I joke, I joke yeah, around. It's yeah, really hard it to is. give veterans free stuff. I say that all the yeah. time. <laughs> it's super hard to give veterans free stuff, man. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, like I said, they're, they don't, they're not trusting, you know. Mm -hmm. They're, uh, they've built these walls. I was, I was one of the same guys. I built a wall around me. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to be around people. Um, I, I want to stay away from everything that maybe triggered me or, you know, in the past. Mm 
mm-hmm. which is stupid because you're doing that in the garage, triggering yourself all the time. So, you know, then right. you realize that's when a guy calls you and says, hey, you want to go fishing? And then you go and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. There's life out there, you know, and I want to be part of it. And, you know, that's that's what it does. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also in some of our training, you know, as being military, we're taught to give, <clears throat> not receive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we signed up for our country and we're just taught to to give, not to receive. So that's why it kind of makes it hard on them, too. That's really interesting. Um, I never thought of it that way. You know, that, that makes a help, lot of sense, not, though. It's not something that we do. We, we don't like asking for help. We like to go it do. It makes a lot of sense. You know, so. Yeah, I, I never really thought of it that way. You know, because, you know, it's tough for a civilian to put themselves in the mindset of anything that you guys have seen, experienced, done. Um and, you know, all people can do really is just, for the most part, I'm sure you hear this a lot, thank you for your service, right? And, you know, and people I think generally um, on the whole appreciate and, you know, understand the value of what they did based upon their reflection on their own life like they didn't have to. But being there and doing it is a different different story. So exactly. when, when you say that um, about your train to rather to give than receive, that by you saying that gives me a little bit of a better perspective, I think maybe on trying to understand a little bit, because I think that's really what a lot of it comes down to is there's seemingly this space between veterans and civilians of understanding. And I believe that, you know, organizations like this kind of narrow that space because you're bringing together um, people in, an event like you know going uh, hunting or fishing um, with other captains who may not have served but you're allowing people to get involved and bringing a togetherness and shortening that space and i think that's really really important not only to um the civilians understanding of what you've gone through which i think is incredibly important but also to the healing process of you know what the veterans need to get back and assimilate and or really just kind of you we talked a little bit earlier about um the accomplishment of overcoming um some of the things that you have to go through and the importance of getting to that accomplishment and what a great achievement that has to be um so i understand freedom fighter outdoors to be one of those grassroots organizations that really really um helps in that situation all they do 100 percent. (laughs) yeah from the from the time you get there the time you leave it's just you know you you feel so important mm-hmm. you don't feel left out you know everybody's friendly like i said you're always at the beginning you're kind of mm, kind of yeah. like we were so nervous for this uh, event right here yeah. so it's, it's kind of now right yeah, like yeah, yeah the five yeah. minutes went away right yeah <laughs> so it's just like that you know they're just yeah. nervous they're they don't know what to expect uh they've been exploited so much you know by other organizations that they think it's a photo op time or mm-hmm. you know because that's really or or it's a political thing or whatever it's yeah this organization is nothing like oh, that oh it's so I, genuine i think i've been coming that's five, what i noticed about yeah, it right off the bat that's why i'm involved you, you can yeah. feel it it's just so genuine yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all 100% for the veterans it's not we're, we're not taking anything we're giving back you know and that's yep. that's what we do yeah that's great i mean and that's why we're involved um too you know first of all you know it's, Sarah and Vinny um, have become friends through this, you know, and, uh, you know, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we 
we don't like giving to organizations that are just so huge and have such a huge corporate structure right. that we don't feel right. that the, the actual efforts are getting to the people that are supposed to be benefiting it from it. It feels more personal like giving yeah. that stuff. We can make a difference. Like tonight, yeah. we're actually, I'm excited about tonight and I'm excited about tomorrow because, you know, we've been helping FFO for about a year now. And this is really the first time I'm excited about right now. This is really the first time that I'm becoming interactive with the actual veterans, which is really important for me. You know, and I'm also sensitive to what you said too um, about exploiting. And I don't want us to ever be seen as that. I really just want to, you know, the whole reason for bringing you on is to really raise awareness because you know, we believe in the organization. Oh, yeah. You know, so, we're not yeah. trying to make ourselves look better or anything like that. You know, and if anyone ever views it like that, I'll, sh I'll shoot that idea down like yeah. right off the bat. Um, so, and I just want to make it clear that that is like, we feel like we're making a difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we are. talked about Definitely. the value of giving. Right, and how that, you know, there's that bigger value there. So, I mean, we do have reasons and do have, you know, that we do it here and why we were in full support of you guys. So, um, the events are great, right? Oh, they're excellent. They're so, so, I've never been to one. So, yeah, I've never been to an event. So, um, so every this event, is going to be my first event. I've been doing this for five years with FFO, probably a little bit longer. I can't remember. But I, every time I go to an event, I say they can't top it. This mm -hmm. was the best. I say that at, at the end of every yeah, event. That's true. Yeah. And, and it just, every single event I go to, I say the same thing. I'm like, well, they can't top this one. Mm -hmm. And they can't top this one. It just keeps on getting they better. They keep doing it. And yeah. better and better. And I'm like, it's, I'm just shocked. It's yeah, it's amazing. It's 100% for the veterans. Band. And plus, also on these events, you make new friends with uh, fellow vets. Yes. It's a brotherhood. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's a really solid brotherhood. And it's really neat to meet people across different ages and stuff. It's really fascinating. And. I okay. made some pretty good friends I keep in touch with. That's great. That's I mean, Tony, yeah. uh, some other people in this organization. So that's why I'm here. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, I mean, what happens? Tell some people here what happens at an event, like with the fishing. Like what's, what makes this fishing event tomorrow unique over other events? I, I think it's the, the, the vessels that they put you in. It'll just blow your mind. Yeah. You know, uh, these guys come in thinking that they're going to go on a little dinghy or something. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to expect. Right. You know, they like go they're on bass a little, fishing or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> yeah. think it's a little boat that they're going out and and you show up and you tell them, hey, man, you know, that, that whole crew and boat is for you mm -hmm. for half a day. And their jaws just drop like, what? Yeah. And you some know. of these guys haven't even seen salt water yeah, before, yeah, so yeah. it's really oh really. Yeah, so these, well, these and they yeah. never catch fish like this, so it's really amazing. Yeah, we fly men from all over the country, man. So it's it's not. So for the first time, is this like the first time they're they're really like fishing out in the ocean for a lot of these guys? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow, that's yeah. outstanding. So so you're bringing cool. an experience to these guys that they normally never would have have had. Some, yeah. yeah. I, I would put it as I used to watch the Fishing Channel, whatever the shows are, and yeah. Just, you know, and next thing you know, you're in it. You're, mm -hmm. you're like in the show that you were just watching a week ago. You yeah. know, it's like, whoa, this is awesome. My dreams just came true, you know? Yeah, that's cool. So it's pretty cool. Did you guys grow up fishing or outdoorsman? Or? No, no, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Man. You're from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right. there's not a lot of fishing. Yeah. Well, you could, get, you could troll down the Hudson, right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, it's the East River on that side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was green when I was there, no. Yeah. <laughs> Myself, I grew up in Miami. Uh, oh, so you Gables. grew up down here? Yeah, okay. I grew up in Cargales, actually, and my dad took me fishing when I was a little kid underneath the bridges, on the catwalks of bridges, mm -hmm. and I've, I've been doing it since then, and my dad has passed away, but it's always in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff matters. I mean, fishing has that power to bring people together. Yep. Um, like, like no other, you know, it's really 
the best form of brotherhood I think you can kind of latch onto. You have that experience and you guys, you know, have a good catch and we talk about it all the time. I'm going to bring it up again, John. We always, I think we've come to the conclusion though, right? But, it's the primal thing. Oh yeah. I think um, we always have that, that question of why is it that, you know, when you go fishing with someone and you guys have a great day on the boat, um, you remember that forever, but you also remember that person forever and mm -hmm. you guys yeah. bond yeah, that day, true. right? That's so true. rather it's very much different. Like if you're going to go out with someone or if you met someone at a wedding, mm -hmm. that's a little bit more fleeting than when you could spend a day all out on the water. And I always had that question. I'm like, but why is that? And someone, I think it was a George Gods was on the show and uh, he said, um, maybe there's like, maybe there's a primal thing to it. Like a hunting thing to it, like kind of like, like the like fire, you know how yeah, you just like stare hunters. fire because you know yeah, right? yeah, we invented fire, so yeah, we like wow, look, this is like look a DNA connection yeah, to yeah. fishing and hunting and you know and fire. Now, now we've added fire to the mix. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So um, it, it's the thrill of the hunt. Thrill of the hunt. Yeah, the thrill. Yeah, of the hunt. when you can chasing, bond yeah, and you share yeah. that with someone, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So some of my best friends, we and I always joked about it. We we beat the crap out of each other. You know, we we fought. Before uh -huh. we became friends. Yeah. So we were enemies before we were friends, you know, and, and then yep. that friendship is forever. It's a brotherhood and it's the same with fishing. Yeah. You know, you just, you just went after a, a beautiful, or when you bring in that catch and you're like, wow, look at, yeah. the, look at the animal that I just brought in. It's so beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an accomplishment. It really is. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think there's something to be said for, um, you know, that bond and that brotherhood kind of refusing again because obviously when you serve in the military with someone or even when you don't serve with them you guys have just served together there's a fraternal thing to that as well um but you can if you can bring that this is why i love um the whole idea of hunting and fishing for veterans from that whole perspective that we just mentioned with the whole primal thing and and the bonding thing you can now bring those guys together in a more healthier bond um maybe healthier is not the right word um, but if you're bringing them in that bonding experience of fishing, um, it's, it's, it's a good way to rekindle that nature with, with each other and right. without yeah. having to go to the extreme about it. Right. So I guess that's it. If I'm speaking at a term, then I apologize. No, 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 but, that makes sense. Um, that's just my, my theory on it. Um, whether it's true or not, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so when did you, um, serve? I, I went in right after high school in 1981. 1981. And I got messed up uh, like a couple years later, and I got a full medical retirement mm -hmm. in 1984. Wow. I wasn't in that long, but, uh, yeah, that's what was in the cards for me. Originally, I wanted to do uh, my retirement, so. Yeah. It only takes a moment to sacrifice your yes, country. Yes, it does. I, it it does. Length, I don't think, is is as much as experience. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and well, sacrifice is sacrifice, man. Yeah. So. And we spoke. You served just after nine eleven. Oh no, no, before nine eleven. Before nine so, eleven. Yeah. Okay. So I went in at ninety. I'm sorry, I misheard that. No, nineteen ninety to two thousand. Nineteen ninety um, to two thousand. I got out a year before, actually. Yeah, to the date September two thousand. Gotcha. I was, I was medically retired. Okay. Um, my injuries over, overtook my life, man, mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. You know, I got into deep depression, you know, a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. I still continue with pain, but I've learned to just ignore it, you know, mm -hmm. or at least try to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as and, much as uh, you can, right? And uh, the, these programs like this are the ones that brought me out of my shell and brought me no, back exactly. to kind yeah. of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or not, I was just a, an empty shell that was angry all the time, you mm -hmm. know? 
didn't want to be social, didn't want to talk to anybody, you know, just leave me alone. And uh, and this is what brought me out, really. Yeah. So it's a lot, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. And yeah. it's going to continue to be fun. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, you talked about purpose, you know, just there. And, yeah. and I think that's really an important word. Um, you brought it up earlier in the show, too. Yeah. Um, you know, bringing purpose, you know, to, to anybody's life is important, you know. Um, but again, we talked about that space and, you know, bringing purpose to that space between um, is really important. Um, tell me a little bit more about what you feel that FFO, you know, does for the veterans. Tell me a little bit more about the organization, maybe things that I might've missed. Um, well, they're, it's all free. It's all inclusive to the veterans. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't pay a dime. So, you know, wherever they are, if they're in Alaska, well, we've brought people in from Alaska, mm -hmm. you know, anywhere. It doesn't matter if you want to go fishing give us a call right? or sign up. I'm, actually, they have the capability to go and sign up now on events on the internet. Mm -hmm. So just go sign up and, and we'll open your, your world up, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So are there other ways that outreach officers kind of can get to um, the veterans to try to get them involved? Cause you said before that maybe, you know, they're not going to call, you know, maybe it's, it's hard for them to kind of cross that bridge. So a lot of them you. will sign up and okay. then at the last minute they'll, they'll quit. They're like, Hey, I don't want to go. Because, oh really? Yeah. Because yeah. they'll have that thing like, well, you know, I was exploited at that last place I went to, you know, it was a okay. whatever. And, and like, no, I don't want to go. So we, we, we prepare for that. But if they do come in, they, they want to come back and do it over and over again. They want to become, you know, outreach officers. They want to volunteer. A lot of them, that's all they tell us. Hey, how can I volunteer? Mm -hmm. What can we do? So what, what's happening now, it's, it's, it's like a virus. It's, you know, it's going up the East coast, you know, we're up in Pennsylvania, we're up in New York. Um, we're here in Florida. Mm -hmm. We we might be in Georgia soon, you know, oh, wow. Texas too. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Texas. Wow. So, so you guys are have outreach officers in those States. Is that how that works? Yes. Sir. yes. yes sir. Okay. So they, they get their communities involved. Uh, that's key right there. The community has to get involved. I mean, we, we can't do it with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, and, uh, you know, Sarah needs all the help that she can get. I mean, I, for sure. I, uh, I was a lead, uh, program lead for a veterans group for about two years. And I, I had a break, a mental breakdown, you know, mm -hmm. it just, I was doing it all by myself, a huge organization, but nobody's helping me with, with FFO. No, no, it was a different organization. Okay. So I, when I saw Sarah doing what she's doing all by herself, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, she can <laughs> And the empathy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is, yeah. you know, by experience, I'm like, this is impossible. She's doing an amazing job, you know? So I'm like, how can I help? How can mm -hmm. I get this, you know, burden off your, your back and, you know, and, and you can focus on what's, what's going on, you know? Yeah, even the littlest stuff you can help, right? I'm going to yeah. go pick up a couple guys at the airport. She was a worry about getting a limo and all that for us. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll pick them up. It's on the way, so it's no big deal. But little things yeah, like that well, the little go things a huge are, way. Taking care yeah. of the little things. I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes the, that bucket filled with little things turns into yeah. one big oh, yeah. thing, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, if you get someone to just take care of one thing, that's... An important hour that you just saw for that person, but also just the men the mental aspect of okay that I don't have to worry about that because the, the stuff can kind of consume you uh, when you know. So that's great that uh, she has that kind of assistance, um, you know, locally. Um, but you know, so the FFO. So I didn't know that that you have outreach officers in different states. Yes, um, and and that's expanding. 
apparently. Yes. yes. Um, that's really good. So with some of the events that we do now, we have the, this one's a saltwater South Florida event. Yes. Are there other events being planned um, in, in different states? Uh, yes. We just had a dove. Was it a dove? Dove hunt mm-hmm. up in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, right. Uh, we just had that. Um, uh, there's a gentleman, uh, Jose. Do you know his last name? No, I'm, I don't so, know I'm sorry, name. Jose, if you're watching. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't pronounce his name if I even if I it's fine. remember. So it's fine. Jose takes out veterans twice a month. He takes them out to uh, Lake Okeechobee, and uh, he takes them out on a bass boat. What's the bass? Jose, we, I think we yeah. mentioned him one time. Does he work at Merritt? He starts with Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the yeah. one that works at Merritt. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. He, he's doing amazing work. Yeah, he's man. a fantastic guy. Yeah. You really yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he put his logo on his boat and, you know, and he loves the organization. He's like, hey, I want to take out veterans, you know, mm-hmm. and we're helping him with that. We're, he's taken me out a couple of times. He's ta- have you, you've yeah, gone, he's yeah, taken you've me gone. out. Oh, so yeah. you guys have gone bass fishing with him? Yeah, yeah. It's, How is he? Pretty beautiful. good angler? Uh, it's awesome. No, it's awesome. <laughs> great job. He's doing a great job. So you went to Lake Okeechobee and yeah. fished with him. Yeah. yeah. How'd you guys do? It was okay. I mean, it was rough. It was rough. Oh, was it yeah, rough? Yeah. yeah Lake, was, Lake Oak can get pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. I caught some really big... Uh, 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 mudfish. I don't know what the name was, but they were huge. Mm-hmm. You know, we were having a blast with that. Like snakeheads kind of thing, maybe? Oh, they, I, they looked like a snake, but they were huge. They were, yeah. yeah. The bowfin, maybe. Bowfin? Yeah, yeah. bowfin, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it, you know, so it wasn't the right species. Who cares, you know? You yeah, you're, blast, after, you know? you're getting tight. So it's all, yeah. yeah, it's all right. about having fun. Yep. It's that's, different, that's for sure. I'm more of a saltwater f- person, and I found it to be quite different. It was yeah. fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. I surprised myself. It was fun. You get out fishing much around here? I try to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the weather permits, but it seems right. always when my son's off from school on the weekends, that's when the weather gets bad. It just seems like it works out that yeah. way. I lately. think there's an internet meme going around about yeah. that, right? Like, <laughs> it's like while I'm at work, it's like flat calm. And then, yeah. you know, when I have a day off, they show like this rough conditions. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I've got a theory is. on that one. I think it's all the traffic, you know, all, all the, the mufflers going off. Yeah. And they're, they're not around. <laughs> you might be right. The vibration of the roads, like pushing the waves up. Because it was like Maybe. that in New York, man. It was like, you know, it was beautiful during the week. As soon as Monday came, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Friday came, it's like gray, cold, yeah, snow, rain, whatever, sleet. Yeah. You know, it was crazy every weekend. So You're from Brooklyn, so what brought you down to Florida? I Well, the military. I, I've been all over the country okay. through the military, so I... I don't know. I've been cross country about four times. Okay. Uh, the South was the big one that I was, I've been all over the South. It was like, uh, they wanted me to learn a lot about the South or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Culture shock for me. Yeah. Right. So, uh, um, and, uh, the heat brought me to Florida. I, I, I moved in Detroit for temporarily and it was just way too cold for my body. I wouldn't I, be able to do I, it. I have no. a lot of issues. No. Well, it's the, the medical issues, you know, I, you feel them like a hundred times worse. Yeah, you're oh, right. With the too. cold? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know, and I came down here to Florida and it was like, the only thing I, re- you know, the winter comes, I remember that I'm really, really messed up. Yeah. And uh, and then the precipitation, when it goes up and down, then I realized, you know, I'm like the weather channel. I told my wife, you yeah. know, I'm the weather channel. If, <laughs> you know, if I'm knocked out in bed and yeah. I have no reason why, the there's something yeah, bad coming. Don't make coming. any plans. Yeah, there's something <laughs> bad coming. So, Wow, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm a South Florida native. Right. So it, it, my wife is from New Jersey. Now I'm the youngest of six, right? And I'm the only one born in South Florida. The rest of my family is all from Jersey City, right? And so my wife is from New Jersey. Everyone's like, oh, of course you married a Jersey girl, kind of thing. We go up there all the time. But when we go up there and it's really cold, I will look at her point blank and say, 
how do people live like this? Oh, and, and this is only New Jersey, right? Yeah. It's like not even like it's like really like Minnesota cold or Chicago cold or anything like that. It's nice for a few days for yeah. vacation, it's but nice to live in that, it's just yeah. Yeah, especially New Jersey though. It gets so damp and cold, and I'm sure Brooklyn kind of got yeah. the same way. But you know, I'm like, how? Oh, what? I'm like, why would anyone want to live like this? You know, but this come from a South Florida guy. I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm a South Florida guy yeah. too. So. Uh, I lived up in Georgia f for a job for 13 years, yeah. and I just wanted to get back because, yeah, the change of seasons is good for the first couple of years, and then you got to rake the leaves, and then the snow, mm -hmm. and the ice, and people don't know how to drive it. I was glad to come back. Plus, you're so landlocked there. I'm more like Yeah, I, that's true. Georgia's I miss the ocean. Like I need the that. coastline, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If I don't have a coastline, I can't tell you which way is north. I think I was. That's born. always my problem. Like I have, <laughs> I remember I went to art school in Sarasota, yeah. um, to Ringling, and that messed with me because that's technically the West Coast. So I always gauge north, south, east, and west oh, by where the, the beach way. was, right? So I would always be like, "Yeah, it's up north," and then people would just look at me like, "What are you talking about? That's south." I'm like, "Oh yeah, right. I'm not on the East Coast anymore. I keep forgetting." That's how, how it is when I go out to uh, California and stuff. Uh, my directions are totally off. You put yeah. me on the East Coast, no problem. But over there, I'm totally lost. <laughs> yeah, a good friend of mine was um, stationed in the Coast Guard for four years in Alameda. Right, and he worked on the Herbe Buena Island right there at the, right. in the middle of the Bay Bridge. And um, I would go out there um, for every year I'd visit him, right, him and his wife, because um, on Lake Tahoe, there's a Coast Guard base. Right, right. And then we would, we would be able to stay in the barracks with him um, for $15 a night. And you could stay in, in the, on Lake, Lake uh, Tahoe for $15 a night. You, you take advantage of that as much as you can. So, we, you know, I'd fly out there. But, yeah, when I was in San Francisco, I always had the toughest time, you know, understanding with the Golden Gate Bridge, like which way was up, which way was north, which way was south. Yeah, and, you exactly. know, it was a really weird thing. You know, it takes a little while to get used to all that kind of directional stuff. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be landlocked. No. Nope. You know, that's I, for sure. I, I, wasn't, I didn't like it at all. I certainly can't deal with the cold. I mean, here I am talking to a couple of veterans, and I'm like, you know, bitching about the cold. But, you know, it gets to my bones. I, mean, I can't take it. I don't know. Yeah. It no, does I, get I know the feeling. Weather guy. I know the feeling. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. it was more pain there than yeah. right here. I mean, it's bad enough to deal with pain every day and put cold on top of it. It makes it worse. Yeah, for sure. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then you, you wave at your neighbor in the mornings because they're running to the car. You know, <laughs> and you, you, sometimes you don't see her for six months. You know, it's like you're hibernating or something. You yeah, know, it's, it's, yeah. It's, that, it's that's, you know, that's true. That's probably why people up in, like, Wisconsin and stuff are so nice. You know, because yeah. they, they don't get to see each other for half the year. Wow, people look. Yeah. Hey. I remember one time I went, all right, so I went, right after I graduated high school, I went on a fishing trip with my buddy, um, Brian Flynn. And his grandparents had a house in this little town called Bagley, Wisconsin, which is in the backwaters of the Mississippi. So it's in the southwest corner of the state. Um, and Prairie du Chien is one of the closer towns that people might know. But to give you a little bit of a logistical aspect, there's Madison is right there in the beginning, in the middle, in the bottom of the state, and it's kind of just due west of that. Um, really cool town. Culture shock for me, because even though I grew up in South Florida, it is kind of like a little city down here. Um, but there's really, I mean, we're 18 years old, we're drinking at the bars, they don't care. They make their own laws up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they really do. They're like, oh, you know. Whatever, you know, oh, you're so and so's grandson here, have a beer, you know, Paps Blue yeah. Ribbon or whatever. You know, they <laughs> the kind of like that they old style and like the old kinds of beers that they drink up there, old Milwaukee. Um, 
And yeah, so, you know, I remember when we first kind of got into town, there was a car coming from, you see it on the horizon, this little blip. And he tells me, he goes, you're going to have to wave when we drive past them. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm from South Florida. This is like you know, with South New York, kind of with the attitude a lot of people have around here sometimes. And so well, I'm like, what do you mean we have to wave? So you just watch, they're, they're both going to be waving when we pass by them. So, okay. So sure enough, there's a waving and sure enough, we get there and they're all, their hands are already up by the time we, you know, and he's like, he goes, for the next two weeks, every time we drive by a car, I guarantee you everyone's going to wave at you. And that was cr- <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I said, this is great to the point where, you know, I think people would get mad at you if, if your hand wasn't up, you know, you like kind of have to do it. But I thought that was a kind of unique that's you know, cool. That thing, cool. you know, up in Wisconsin in, in the. So do know. they wave because they don't, they don't know you from the area? No, I think or that everyone, I, I think it's just a friendly thing yeah, to do. Yeah, thing. I mean, it was, I, I've never met more, or, or I've never met friendlier people in my lifetime than I have in the Southwest corner of Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, you know, the people in the Midwest and everything in general, I just have a very good disposition. Um, but that was just, we went to like picnics on farms and, you know, just oh, yeah. been things like that. And, you know, everyone was just like super nice and wanted to find out all about the boys that came up here from South Florida. Cause you know, it was like another planet for them kind of, you know, idea, but I don't know. Great experience. Well, I'm <clears throat> going back to FFO now. Yeah. Um, you just reminded me that we only, we don't just do fishing. We, I mean, we started out, well, you know, Vinny started us out at deep sea fishing and then did some inshore fishing. Mm-hmm. We do turkey hunts, we do hog hunts, deer hunts, right? pheasant now. Anything else that we, we might be getting into? Uh, well, I, I don't want to spill any beans, but maybe into the breaking news here competition shooting type of thing, maybe. Very cool. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah. That kind of stuff, you know. So it's not just deep sea fishing anymore, it, it's, it's, it's everything in the outdoors, you mm-hmm. know, freedom fighter outdoors. That's, that's what we want to do, and we're doing it. That's outstanding. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was getting at before with, like, if there are other events planned in different states. Does most of those Florida-based events? No, no. Are those they're all they're over, kind of all over? All over. You know, the even golfing. Hunts. Even we're doing golfing here on Friday. Oh, but there's a golf yeah, event? Yeah, at Ford Pierce. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. I didn't yeah. know about the golf event. So also, much going Sarah on. wants to also incorporate in some of these outings and do stuff like art and do mm-hmm. building rods. Uh, I build rods, so I'm... Going to teach a class one of these days, teaching mm-hmm. vets how to build them. And You're a rod builder? Yes, I am. Oh, very cool. I had to reinvent myself. I couldn't do anything. and So I started building rods. and You have that stuff up on social media? Yes, yes. Yeah? What's your, what's your where can people find that? Oh, it's I'll flash Ed, it up on the bottom of the it's screen. It's Ed and Sons Fishing. Okay. Uh, we're on Facebook. We have a website. And uh, I think my wife's working on a Instagram account, too. Okay. She I'll, does all that stuff. I don't have the patience for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm not the best at social media, to be honest with you. Yeah. Even even I get a podcast and all this stuff like that. I just do it because I love doing the show and I love talking to people. As far as like the whole promotion of social media and stuff, like I need someone to do that for me. I can't, you know, I'll do it, but, you know, it could be done better for sure. I just don't have the patience for it sometimes because that's another right. job, putting all that kind of yes, stuff Yes, it up. is. It's, it does require a lot of work. Yeah. I, I call them hobbies. I got, I fly fish. Uh, I tie flies. I, really? I taught how to... He ties tie really nice flies, yeah, too. I, I taught veterans that were really severe. You know, See, TBI, now we're getting to yeah. find out some stuff about you guys. You're a fly yeah. tire? Yeah, I, well, I taught for the, at the VA and the Tampa side. Uh, uh, I would teach over at the Bass Pro Shop. 
once a, I think it was once a month. I can't remember. I still don't know how they tied our hands together and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's, 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 they're yeah. real small. Yeah. You know how, how you could see them that small. What do you mm-hmm. use like a magnifying glass? You like, Sometimes like, you have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so most of the veterans are really severe. You know, they're they're uh, TBI or PTSD or or just mm-hmm. lose, lost limbs. And we we had a whole team in there teach him how to you know tie those flies, and I picked it up really quick. Um, I, now I just do it as a hobby, you know, and uh, recently a veteran saw me on, on Facebook and they're like, wow, I need some peacock bass ones. Can you make them? And I, I hand delivered them to her this, this weekend. Uh, I made 10 for her and you know, we, we're dying to try them out. We haven't tried them out yet, but they look really good. Wow. Yeah, so. Look at that, John. I'm going to have to commission you for some, for some snook flies. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I'll away. Yeah, definitely. John and I are supposed to walk the beach and we always talk about this. Take long walks on the beach with John John on the corner over there, but John <laughs> so, he's a, he's I always I'm I'm your biggest fan here, John. He's a, he, he's like a I snook can see master. that is he's he? the snook master. He's the only yeah. one that calls me a snook master. Uh, yeah, the biggest <laughs> snook I've caught is like this big. So oh, yeah. you guys are gonna have to show me. You know, oh yeah, the deal yeah. Then we I should go fishing. We should, fishing. we should do that. We'll I, I use baits that big. Yeah, that's probably what I caught was the bait. So when did you start doing rods? Well, I I took a class. I really enjoyed it, and it's been about five years now I've been doing it. Very cool. I, you know, I used to work in an exciting world of broadcasting. I used to be a broadcast engineer, and I just couldn't do that type of work anymore. Yeah. So it was like, now what? Now what do I do? And I just saw a class. I took it for, and it. I'm just building left and right now. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I do a lot for you having fun charities. with it. Yeah, oh, I love doing it. Yeah, sounds. I've always wanted to. You know, I've, I've never, like, we were talking when the show started about the swordfish bill that sits yes. here. A lot of people don't realize this was a gift from a friend when I first opened the business. And with the hope that one day I would just paint it, just to paint it, and I never have time to do anything for myself. Oh, I know. That's, you know, I yeah. got like five rods sitting there for myself that yeah, I can't it's get like, to. You know, yeah, it's like, they say the carpenters, if you go to the carpenter's house, you're never going to find any yeah. new furniture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So busy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. so that's why I was like, you know, you're enjoying it and everything like that. But, you know, and I was hesitant to say, I'm like, oh, I always wanted to try that. But then I stopped because I'm like, I know myself too well at this point. I'm like, I'm never going to try it just because I never have time, you know, to branch off. Right now, I'm so like locked and loaded into like what I'm doing here. If you ever want to learn, I'd be more Yeah, no, I, I think one day I might have the same thing with tying flies, you know, no, because I just recently started fly fishing. I mean, okay. I say recently, I mean, within like the past three years. Okay. Um, I've done it before a long time ago, but I, in a, like a couple of times in like a school of mahi. So that's really kind of like cheating. It's not really like, you know, really like yeah. fly fishing, you know, it's like yeah. they're they out there, anything. they're going to eat whatever you throw at them. So it's Red hook. practice for, <laughs> yeah, you want to <laughs> practice on reeling in with a fly, you can go ahead and do it that way. I started doing something for, for to give back and I give it to veterans. I give it to donors. I'll give you guys too. Um, I started doing minnows and uh, lefty deceivers and they're patriotic ones. Oh, very so, cool. So they will be red, white, and blue. And, and nice. I'll, I'll bring them in. Yeah. Pictures have, of those too. We, we yeah, go, yeah. Let's flash those up on the screen. Yeah. yeah. So. John will put those up. Yeah, for sure. I, I have some in the car. I'll give you one. So. Yeah. You know, if you want definitely, some pictures absolutely. of the rods, I can get a thousand percent. I'm doing a real patriotic rod now for a, a tackle shop and it's, it's coming up pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. He does really good work, man. Really yeah? Good. yeah, yeah. So does he. I can't wait to see it all. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I knew I was going to get something out of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So I, I could keep on going, but yeah, I know. Please I, do. Please basket do. weaving. I do basket. You I do basket done, weaving. Yeah, too? I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, I did basket weaving. Uh, yeah, paintings. You know, I I do paintings, drawings, pictures, photography, whatever. I, you ever paint any fish? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't think so. 
You should give some fish a shot. Not not like you, man. It's beautiful. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. you know, I've been painting fish my whole life. You know, so it's a lot, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and time going to learning about the anatomy and the way the light hits a fish. And you know, it takes. You know, you can't just. What does it say? Nietzsche says, and you know, before one must walk. One must crawl, one cannot crawl on the fly kind of thing. I yeah. think I've done all of that. You know, yeah, yeah done, so. Yeah. yeah. Probably sat there and said, help, too. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> yep, definitely. Yeah. So, um, again, I want to reiterate, we are airing this on Veterans Day, but we're going to talk about the events that just happened in the previous week to us is tonight and tomorrow. Um, okay. So the dinner um, that um, is scheduled for tonight. So it's going to be a little bit different uh, this time. Normally, we would go up and, and present everybody and, and and give them a gift bag and show them, you know, who's your captain and that kind of stuff. But this time, we're going to do it a little bit more backwards. We're going to give them the, the, the gift bags. That way, they could, you know, at least put their shirts on, you know, and, and so we could get a nice picture of the whole group. And mm-hmm. uh, we give them gift bags from donors. Uh, we'll take them to a beautiful dinner. Um, we'll assign boats and captains and crew. Uh, they're all released, you know, and uh, we show up tomorrow morning at uh, 630. We'll uh, yes, yeah, we at the Naughty Dog. At the Naughty Dog, yes, at Lighthouse Point. And, yep. uh, and that's when they realize, whoa, uh, you know, they, they don't really know what they're getting into until they get to the Naughty Dog. And yeah. like, they see all these boats. Yeah, and, and Christian and Coco do a great job of supporting oh the FFO. They're, they're amazing. They're good they're friends amazing. of ours here at yeah. the studio. So They're, yep. they're super amazing. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll go out to about... One or two? Help me out here. Uh, it's usually going. about one, one to two, depending how it's abiding. Uh, yep. So we'll come in and uh, everybody you know, wants to brag or take mm-hmm. pictures of what they caught. And, you know, and, and we sit down and have a, a, a lunch yeah. uh, sponsored by Naughty Dog. And uh, and other then prizes go out, you know, to the winners. It's, it's really fun. You, if you haven't been to one, you, you're going to love it. Yeah, um, no, I, 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 I'm going to be there for sure. Okay. Um, you know, that, that's going to be a blast to see every, everybody and, and believe, believe it or not, the people that get the, the best ones are the, the ones that throw up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the smallest fish, you know? Yeah. Those guys so, get the big award, the hard luck oh, yeah, awards. Yeah. 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 So it, it's pretty cool. The right? longest traveled. Yeah. <laughs> I won that at Montauk. And that's when everybody, yeah. you can see it, you'll see it, man. Everybody's exchanging numbers, you yeah. know, everybody's oh, yeah. emails, uh, shaking, hugging, smiles mm-hmm. everywhere. It's it's just an amazing thing. And not feeling. only that, everybody's passing some good information. That too. too like because, yes. Well, other, you, other organizations that we well, trust. Well, other organizations okay. and also stuff in the VA when, you know, you don't have a handbook, so mm-hmm. you have to find out through other vets and, you know, we yeah. kind of help each other out. So it's very that. much like a word of mouth Yes. Kind of networking. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, it's yes, a lot yes. of networking going on afterwards. Wow. You know, like I said, at the beginning, nobody wants to talk to anybody. But after that that day, it's like, hey, the, let's right. talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? The icebreaker. Yeah, the icebreaker. I also want to say that I'm going to host an event we're having uh, for the, at the Coast Guard Air Base on Opelika. Okay. And I Tell usually, us about that. Tell us all about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, usually that. Go, I go, usually go out there representing my company, you mm-hmm. know, showing what we do. I'm going to take half my table and put FFO out there. A lot of sponsors come out there. They invite all vets there. They have a big luncheon. It's a lot of fun. They got things for the kids to do. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, when is that? That is be this Saturday. This Saturday? Yes. Okay. So it'll be past when this it's all right, so, but so you do it every year? Yes. Okay. I'll be doing it next year. Which is the first time I'm going to incorporate F. I, I used to put pamphlets and stuff on there, but 
I'm going to put a flyer up, I mean, a a banner and everything. Okay. And we can put some stuff up on here on the screen right now about it. Okay. That just reminded me. I want to tell you what great work Ed did. I was there, but we just spent two days at the boat show, the Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale yep. boat show. Yep, I was there too. And, yeah. uh, okay, did you see us? We were, we were raffling off a board that was donated I didn't. to us. I, I, I this So the way I do the boat show is I do it on Wednesday when it first opens up. I mm-hmm. go in, I run around, I see everyone I need to see before it gets crowded and packed while everyone's still at work and I'm out of there and I don't go back. That's okay. usually how I go. But next year, next year is going to be different because we're actually setting up for it. Oh, wow. So okay. Actually, maybe I just announced that for the first time. So I really have to do it now. Well, Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no worries. The, somebody somebody donated a paddle, a paddle board that's mm-hmm. worth $5,000. It, it's a $5,000 yes, paddle board? Yes, it was, it was beautiful. Who donated that, can we say? Um, I, I don't know everybody, live. so I don't want to leave anybody out. I know Live was one of them. Yeah, Live Water uh-huh. Sports or okay. something like that. Uh, and there was some they other individuals. Great boards. Yeah. It, it was just phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful board. I mean, mm-hmm. we were drilling over it. it, one of a kind. It had the FFO logo on it and everything. Uh, we raffled wow. it off on the Saturday. 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 And uh, the individual that got it, oh my God, uh, he's amazing. He gave it back to us. And Come said, on. Yeah. And he, he's like, I was like, this is a beautiful board. You don't want it. He's like, no, give it back and, and sell it or raffle it. Do whatever you got to do. Auction it. And whatever you get, that money's yours. So he, he's just talk about giving back. I love know, hearing paying that. It forward. Yeah, yeah. Super guy. I think of a company was 24-7 dive. Yeah. Okay. 24-7 divers. Yeah. Does the who donated it back? Yes. yes 24-7 divers. Yes, sir. Well done. They're amazing. amazing. Well done, guys. That's outstanding. But uh, it, it was hot, man. It, it was, was really hot. Oh. What the hot the the event? Yeah, like yeah, hot? yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was hot. Yeah, it was it was definitely definitely a warm yeah, day. He was hustling. Yeah. Oh man, he could get people. He's a good salesperson. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did we did well. Yeah, did, good. Yeah, we where did we well. know where you guys were at the convention center. Uh, no, we, we were on a dock. You were, all right, so I'm yeah. surprised I didn't see you guys there. That's they, where I, I was. I didn't even go to the convention center. I was at Bahia Mora the whole time. I think yeah. they call it the Million Dollar uh, Street or Avenue. Where that's all the, where I hang out all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, where I was. <laughs> you look at the boats you wish you could have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the cheapest boat was $33 million. I don't know. Is it over near the Super Yacht Pavilion? Or yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't spend too much time over there. I'm, yeah. I usually go over to the center console area and, you know, places where I belong. <laughs> so uh, also the company that they let us have a spot there to auction off with um, uh, Broward Design Center. Is that yes, the name? Broward, oh, Broward Design Center. Yes, yeah, yes. with Sky. Yeah, and, yeah, and Sky. Nikki, yeah. Oh, they yeah. were great. Yeah, they were amazing. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. They kept yeah. us dehydrated. They were really putting yeah. their foot Sky and Nikki, good friends of ours. They'd come by sure. every so often. You guys okay? Well, you know, That's we were under awesome. the sun, man. It was hot. But yeah, yeah, very cool. They took care of us. Yeah, really good. really good people. It's nice when people get together and do that and pitch in. You know, I mean, like, I can't. Like I said, it takes a, it takes a, what's that old cliche? It takes a village. It takes a village. Yeah, man. it we certainly do does. It. We can't I mean, do it by ourselves. You know, I, and this is another reason why I wanted to bring you guys on today, just to kind of, you know, promote the whole idea of, you know, you see these organizations and, you know, you go, oh, great. The organization is doing a great, they're doing a great thing, you know, and then they're really helping these guys out and that's cool. But, I can't expl- express how essential it is to people like Sky and doing things like that right, and donating right. either their time or giving back or the people like the 24-7, how much those little moments matter. Um, and we talked about putting little things into a bucket. 
in a stressful way, but in a positive way, when you can put a bunch of little things into that bucket, that piles up too. And that really starts mattering, you know? So whatever effort we do, we're more than happy to do it. You know what I mean? And I don't want to tout our horn any more than anybody else's that does any help. I think people should just naturally do this. It should be ingrained in our society that people do things like this. Everyone would benefit from it, benefit from it, Mm -hmm. whether it's promoting um, Freedom Fighter Outdoors, whether it's promoting for veterans, whether it's promoting for like we do for fishing for muscular dystrophy or, or, or other people that want to give back to their local church or their, their local temple or whatever the case may be. Um, just getting involved in your community and doing something. Yeah, even rather companies, than be, they can donate something. Yeah. Even stuff to put in the goodie bags. Um, I did go to ICAST. I was pa- passing a bunch of information trying to get you know, sponsorship nice. there. I don't know what's come through, but it was nice to talk to people because they're outgoing when they find out what it's for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the grassroots of it all. Right. It's yes. very right. important too. So always try, I always try to promote giving to more grassroots organizations, you know, th- think locally first and then expand, you know, I- if you can, but yeah. you know, if you take care of your own backyard first before you, you know, start taking care of the world. And I think that's if people have more of that perspective as well, mm-hmm then the world itself will yeah. be a better place to be. No, exactly. Exactly. So. You got to take care of your neighbor, man. Yeah. You got to. No doubt about it. Whether he's there or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, that's the whole theory connected by water. You know, is, is to look above and beyond. And we discussed this, you know, when we, before the show started a little bit. Um, you know, originally you guys are brought on because we're connected by water through the whole outdoors and the fishing aspect of it. You know what I mean? That's how, when you can make that initial connection, then the rest is just, rest just flows. That's the whole theory of connected by water. You, the water comes, comes together and then everything just starts flowing together and you can, you're, you're bonded, but you know, water and being passionate or enthusiastic about the events that happen on the water, whether it be fishing or paddle boarding or, you know, surfing or whatever the case may be. Um, just enjoying South Florida, enjoying the lifestyle, enjoying rivers, lakes, and streams, and, you know, being on them. And, oh, yeah. You know, just that the bond that, that that creates, it transcends religious belief. It transcends, you know, race. It transcends, you political know, political beliefs. beliefs yeah. You know, it, it, it goes beyond all that stuff because no, when you're there in that yeah. moment, all that stuff goes away. And we talked about living in that moment and living in the present tense, and that is what it's all about when you're connected by water. You know, that, that brings you into the now right? Yeah, and makes exactly. you appreciate your life in that moment. Exactly. And that, when you can put your head in that space, then there's nothing else. Everything just washes away. I'm going to give you, you know? a stupid visual. Please you know, do. <laughs> the Titanic. I love stupid visuals. <laughs> the, the Titanic. Remember? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. DiCaprio. King of the world. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. That's, yep. that's what you feel when you're out there. Yeah. The, the, you, know? That, you know, that's actually not a stupid example. That's a very good example because <laughs> you're talking about two people that come from two completely different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And boom. Exactly. You know, it's a shame Jack had to sink to the bottom of the ocean, but. <laughs> I, I personally think there was a little bit more room on that door. So yeah, me too. I. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a big problem with that. I'm like, come on. You, you know, you both can get on that door. <laughs> anyway, I'd be trying to get on the door. Anyway, listen, guys, I hope you had fun today. Oh, yeah, I had a great time. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah, I really, really, really. I can't believe I was nervous. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, this, it's nothing to be nervous about. We're all just hanging out. You know what I mean? And we're just, you know, we're going to ha- start eating some donuts now. 
Yeah, and, I've um, been eyeing the boxes. Yeah, all right. Time. Uh, so a shout out. I know you said you don't want to give a plug, but I'm going to give a plug because I want to give a plug to anyone that gets fifty percent off to veterans. Yeah, I went locally and picked this up. I told them I was I was picking up for veterans, and they're like, "Here's fifty percent off." Beautiful. It was awesome. Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Donuts. Right around the corner. Absolutely, it's a great company. And thank you for what you do. Yeah, really thank you. No, no need thank to thank you. me. Thank you. No need to thank no, no. me. This, this I, is, I appreciate you saying bucket, that, but no need to thank. This is yeah. the bucket you, you're yeah, putting, you're putting in, in the bucket. It's my pleasure. Listen, you know, you guys, you guys did the hard part, not me. So it's it's really my honor to have you both here. Um, you know, I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, very you so much. much. You know, I always say, um, um, you know, I'm an artist for the U.S. Mint now. Oh, wow. So That's I don't know awesome. if you know that or not. No, no, I didn't. no, That's awesome. So I always, my father served in the Air Force um, during the Korean War, and um, I never served, right? And I always kind of had it in the back of my head, like, oh, I kind of wish, but I ended up going to art school and I took kind of a different path. Um, but now that I'm an artist for the U.S. Mint, not that it's the same level nearly as what you guys did or went through. In some weird way, I kind of feel like as an artist and being able to artistically represent um, for my nation and design the coins that are in your pockets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know, I feel like that's oh, yeah. maybe my way of serving. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. you know, it's super proud. You're helping yeah. your You're country awesome. out. So, I mean, that's, you know, when, when I, and this just all just happened this past year. So this, this is a new experience. Congratulations. Thank man, you very awesome. much. Um, so, you know, I, I really felt like, okay, the, I almost kind of got over a little bit of a hump in my life because there was always a little bit of a void because, I, I, you know, I, I really believe in, you know, your service and um, everything that means to the country. And I mean, I'm, I, I don't need to go into the value of that because I think that's really self-explanatory, yeah. you know, because I'm sure a lot of people go into that. Oh, yeah, but I think that's obvious. Yes, uh, you know, there's a huge value to, to what you guys have done and what you guys continue to do, what the guys that are currently serving do. Um, what the guys that are involved in Freedom Fighter Outdoors do, yeah. and what the people that create the organization, like Sarah and Vinny, um, continue to do, and it's all about service, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, if we, you know, you serve your country, you serve your mankind. Um, you know, if you're religious, you serve God. You know, and all these things are very popular, but positive things. Um, to to, and I think that's what we try to do on this show. Sometimes is exploit the positive community perspective on things like that. And um, I really just want to thank you guys for coming on. I am well, looking thank you forward for to spending the next couple of days with you guys. Um, I know this is the first time we're meeting, right? But, yes. you know, we're going to, I'm going to hang out with you guys tonight. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. Oh, good. I'm very honored to do so. Um, and I look forward to it all. Same so, here. Same thank you. Cool. So definitely. Um, we're going to close it out, John. Yeah, yep. we're good to go. All right, so this is what we say every time. Your ego is not your amigo. All right, just do your best to let God do the rest. Always remember to eat, drink, and be local. And don't ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected by water. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Tony thank Peralta, you. Ed Bromeister. Did I say it right? Bromeister. Bromeister. <laughs> I got it wrong again. <laughs> thank you guys for thank coming you. on, guys. We're thank connected you. by water officially. Awesome. Thank All you. Right. Thank, thank you. you.